I wake up lying on dirt. My left knee is resting on a mossy tree trunk, and I'm sprawled against a bush of spiky leaves with red berries. Ow. I hear the call of a menacing bird circling high above me in the harsh sun. My hands grasp the, the soft ground as I push myself to my knees. The world around me moves. Everything looks fuzzy and I feel really weak. My throat is dry and my mouth feels like it's stuffed with cotton balls. Am I competing in the Hunger Games? With ponderosa pines towering over me and the growl and hoots of random animals? It dawns on me that I have no idea what to do. If only I knew how to survive in the wild. degrees north, 97.45 degrees west. Hey everyone, happy Thanksgiving! I'm here in central Texas at McKinney Ruffs, a 1100-acre national park that is home to four different ecosystems. I'm learning multiple interesting survival facts from a friend who likes to call himself Eli the Nature Guy. My name is Eli Rocha. He is an environmentalist who loves telling other people about nature tips and how to survive in the wild. So, what are we doing in this episode? Well, we're going to learn about the top three most important things to do first in the wild if you're lost. And guess what? Finding food isn't on the top three. Then we're going to learn some very, very useful tips and tricks that may help you when you're out in the wild. So sit back, relax while you can, because believe me, trying to survive in the wild won't have air-conditioned comfort. Coming for with me, Jeremy, in real life. Have you ever watched The Hunger Games? The Hunger Games is about a group of kids being put in an arena and forced to survive on their own. Now, there's a scene in this movie that I find really intriguing. My advice is, don't ignore the survival skills. Everybody wants to grab a sword, but most of you will die from natural causes. 10% from infection, 20% from dehydration. Exposure can kill as easily as a knife. That's right. When most of the people were focused on sharpening their battle skills, the advisor pointed out that the biggest challenge are the elements of nature. So, today, I'm going to give you some survival tips, so just in case if your name is ever called in the Hunger Games, you may stand a chance. When I was young, I assumed that food, water, and shelter were the top three most important things that you need if ever lost in the wild. When I asked Eli about the top three things a person would need in the wild, he surprised me. 
most important things you're going to need is going to be water, number one. Um, after that, I would probably start looking for shelter. Shelter is going to be my next biggest one. And then after that, we're going with fire. My reaction to this was, Wait, what? I had to ask him why food was not as important. Food isn't going to be on my top three because a human can survive <clears throat> two and a half to three weeks without food. You can only go three days without water. So if you're in a situation outside in the wilderness, without food, you can last for quite a bit of time. But without water, you're not going to last long at all. I didn't know that the amount of time you can survive without food pales in comparison to water. So, now that we've learned about the top three most crucial things a person needs in the wild, let's get into them. Okay, firstly, water. So, water is the first thing that you should try to locate for a couple of reasons. One, you can only survive without water for three days, as Eli mentioned before. Compared to the couple weeks you can survive without food, water is definitely more important than food. Also, if you find a river and follow it, chances are is that there is some type of civilization along the path of the river. Civilizations developed around rivers because their waters are useful for a source of hydration, fishing, and hunting. Finally, water can be used to put out fires that you will need to cook, keep warm, and signal. So, if you found the water, how will you transport it? Well, Eli has some tips for you. You had shown me a piece of bamboo, maybe for storing water? That's right. I actually tried using Eli's bamboo method when I was in the Big Bend National Park in remote southern Texas, and it worked. I was near the Rio Grande, which actually borders Mexico. Not only can bamboo be used as something to transport water, it can also be used to clean water if you use it the right way. Um, if you were to clean out one of the inside tubes of the bamboo, um, filled it with material like grass, charcoal, sand, and then filtered water through it. Eli told me that the water is still drinkable, 